Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, Wednesday, where are they now? Where are you now? Where am I now? Mary Redzinski. Let's just tell them we're going to act like we um, just started this podcast, but we really started it five minutes ago, but we forgot to hit record. Um, yes. And yes, we did. So now, and, we're just, um, now we're just trying to give you the same energy as we did five minutes ago. And yes. it's there. It's there. We're still, it's passionate. It's there. We're passionate on it's there. Married at First Sight. It is Married at First Sight, the final Wednesday of this season or Thursday when the episode comes out, the the where are they now, which I found to be very fun and juicy and actually worth watching to get like a good wrap up, a little closure, if you will. Yes, we learned a lot of shit and it wasn't just like a recap of past episodes and then a little bit of a sprinkle of what they're doing. It was like a full blown episode of of footage. It was great. Yeah, it was good. And um, obviously we are ending this season of Married at First Sight. We do a lot, a lot of fun things up until the next season starts. We'll still have episodes out every Thursday. We will cover different shows, different stories, different topics. So please stay with us and definitely stay subscribed so that you get notices of what we are doing or just listen to it and then you'll find out. That's another way to do it. But we have also have planned, we have conversations going with cast members. So we're very much hoping that those can come soon. And if you're not paying attention, then how would you know? And how, and you'll miss us talking to some of your favorite cast members. Probably not, probably not Lindsay. Chances are good. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was, you know, I actually almost have like, I don't know, just feelings about that. Like I was, she wouldn't even, I'm sure she wouldn't want to probably come on here, but in a weird way, I feel like she'd, she'd offer it. And then we would just, it would be, I don't know. What too, if we just do it for TV? What if we just do an episode where I interview you as Lindsay? Um, actually, I think that's a fucking great idea. And then I think that would be amazing. And then we just tell people it was Lindsay, and maybe people <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I know they're like, boy, I guess she re- she was actually smoking on the uh, during the the episode again for people that don't remember, which is not possible at this point in the season. I like to pretend that Lindsay has a very chronic um, smoking, cigarette smoking habit. I don't know that that's true, but I just, I like it. I think it's fun for me. It's like pretending a Muppet smokes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So stay subscribed. Keep listening to us up until it, it, before the new season of Married at First Sight starts. If you originally came here for Married at First Sight, keep listening. You like us. You like our banter. We're a couple of fun gals having a nice time on Thursdays. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we have our Patreon, four exclusive Patreon episodes a month. We have a lot of fun on there. We have uh, random topics, fun games. We do so much fun stuff. And then when the new season of Married at First Sight starts, we will be doing extra Married at First Sight content on there. We will, you will not be losing the content we give you for free here. We'll be adding extra fun juice to our Patreon, though. Yes. And then I have shows June 10th through 12th at Zany's in Chicago. SarahColona.com for tickets. I have five shows, Zany Chicago, downtown. It's an awesome club. Please come see me June 10th through 12th. And Mary Redzinski 
has shows where? Indianapolis, also June 10th and 11th. And uh, Indianapolis Helium Comedy Club tickets at maryradzinski.com or heliumcomedy.com. Yeah, very excited. And the the middle of the country is going to have, I don't know, hard nipples and erection. We're both going to be milling around and get to a show. In the nice summer heat. So please get out of the heat and come into a comedy club and enjoy yeah. a couple of gals who who just tell jokes on stage. Just a couple of gals. Um, <laughs> come, come for a couple of fun gals. Stay for the AC. You know, either way, whatever yeah, gets you yeah, there. Someone asked me if you were going to be at my shows in Chicago. And I'm like, no, she has her own shows in Indianapolis. Or, yeah, Indianapolis. You just said it. Good Lord. Yeah. I'll tell you what, this season, as much as I love it, and I really did like this episode a lot. Like I enjoyed having the extra, like I said, closure. So now it said five months after decision day. That meant everything was five months after decision day, right? That's what I, yeah, that's what I understood. I mean, enough that I took a note on it. It Yeah. Yes. Five months. And I mean, we know when decision day aired, but I mean, to me, it feels like decision day must've been in like 2018 for this season, but that's not right. But it was five months from then. Mm-hmm. Did okay. So the first people we see are Lindsay and Mark, um, or Lindsay getting off a plane. Did she seem like somebody gave her something to do this episode, something to calm her down? <laughs> She's this- oh yeah, yeah. Like she definitely seemed a little bit more tranquil than uh, I remember. Yeah, there might have been watching um, of the reunion and reflection or something because skipping ahead to the end when she actually seemed to apologize to people and not fight back or she's just tired or who knows i mean she did just get off Jet a plane, i guess but she just seemed <laughs> real just calm for Lindsay. Real chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. She really did. And, you know, that was my a very noticeable, notable thing. And then also, I don't know if maybe she had taken some feedback from there was a lot of talk about her eyelashes and um, sans the eyelashes. And I think she really is just a naturally pretty girl without them. She is. And she looked really great in the reunions, too. I feel like I was so mad at her. I never said that about her, but I'll give her that. I know. Um, yeah, she, she looks great. Did. She seems to have kind of thinned out in her face a little bit. Um, not that she needed to, but she just looked a little more like bright eyed. And yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, she does seem tired and bright eyed and bitchy tailed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was. He oh, lobbed it up. That's the name of this mm-hmm. episode. Bright-eyed and bitchy-tailed, even though it's also just going to be called <laughs> just five months after. Where are they now? Whatever. Um, yeah. So basically, she's there. She comes to Boston, A, because they're filming, and B, because she needs to sign papers. And you always need yeah, a convenient camera timing, crew. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always need a camera crew yeah. for that. So, oh man, the only thing when she was talking to her dad and she said this on the reunion too, and I can't remember if I yelled about it there, but the only thing that drives me insane, and I actually know someone that is like this too, is, well, I wanted someone to keep me in line. I wanted someone to tell me no. I wanted some, I I just, that's just saying that you're intentionally going to be a pain in the ass and that you want to be 
kept in line. You don't need someone to keep you in line. You're a full-blown adult. Keep yourself in line. Right, right. Like you don't need a handler. I mean, I joke, I call my mark my handler, but it's like, it's more, you know, so that I stay alive and don't go up the wrong way in an escalator or something. But it's like, yeah, for her, yeah, I I wanted to, she almost does it like in a way, like I wanted someone to stand up to me almost like that. And it's like, well, maybe you could just tone it back. Maybe you could dial it down. Like, shut up. It's exactly that. Because I do, like I said, I know someone like this and it makes me fucking insane. Like, well, I I want someone to put me in my place. Like, why? Why don't you put yourself in your place? Why don't you not make people have to go to bat for you? Or why does someone else have to do that job, do the heavy lifting of of making you behave? Like, that's horse shit. That's just a, that's just a really weird way to say, I'm just, I don't, I'm not accountable for my actions. You know, I'm just, I'm just me, Sarah. Just me. Oh, it's just that. But other than that, this episode, she was pretty calm. Uh, And like I said, perhaps heavily medicated. Yeah, I know. I can't, I I can't, I can't pontificate. Ooh. Is that the right word? Look at you. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. And I think it's correctly being used. (laughs) Well, if it's not, nobody tell me because it felt good. Yeah. I, I think don't tell either one of us. That was amazing. <laughs> the season, the season's ending, and I'm finally getting some brain cells back. Who knew? <laughs> I know it's like time for a break. They're going to tease you with a little bit of uh, sense making until the next one starts. But she definitely seemed very slightly different. I unless like in my head, I'm like, oh, is she like? Acting like she's now real Californian. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like, oh, I'm just out on the West Coast now. Just like chill, you know? (laughs) And I I hope that's not the case, but whatever. Well, because the next thing we saw with them was she was in the, they were signing the papers and the the lawyers um, give them some privacy. And she says Mm. she wants to say something. She, I have something to say to you for you to take going forward. And Mike, Mark, Mac the shock gets the um, shocked <laughs> look in his eyes, like, oh no, oh, oh thank God, there's camera yeah. crews here. What? And when the way she worded it did sound like she was going to give him a piece of advice, but instead, she brought up the bowling alley thing, which we saw in the reunion. She had a hard time acknowledging, acknowledging, and apologizing for, and this time. She did. She she. It felt like she did some reflection. Maybe after the reunion, maybe her dad was like, "Hey, you really, really humiliated that guy on TV to other people, and it was caught on camera, and you didn't take accountability." Or maybe someone said that to her because she definitely gave a better apology. Um, even though there was a, I never intended you to see it. I was just being me. All that bullshit was still in there, but. Uh, right. She right. said she was sorry to what he, to, he appreciated it. So if, if it was good enough for Mark, it's got to be good enough for us. That is so true, Sarah, because Mark seemed very happy. I mean, he literally said he was blessed he met her. Um, he wouldn't be the person he is today. I mean, I feel like a simple like, hey, thank you. I know where you're for. I forgive you would have been fine. Um, he, he continued to ramble on and said he's eaten better. He stands up for himself more. You know, he is who he is. He's just a sweet guy. And I think that he was overwhelmed with like the things that he said back to her, because to your point, she seemed very authentic. And even though she said like 
she didn't say like, oh, I'm sorry I said that. She said, I hated to see that I hurt you and I didn't intend for you to see that. At least that was honest, you know, because she basically was like, listen, I was in a bathroom. I was venting. I was, you know, throwing a tantrum. I thought it was a private one. All of the things, but at least she meant it, whether it's like great or not. You know, it was something, I think. So good for her. Yeah, good for her. Um, And like I did. <laughs> wait, I did appreciate, though, with the divorce papers when the lawyers were like, any questions? And she was like, where do I sign? <laughs> and they were just like, oh, I mean, just way to keep it classy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then they kind of laughed or whatever at the end. But I. I <sighs> I thought it was nice of Mark to be so gracious. Like you said, he could have just said thank you, though. That would have been enough. Instead, he was I, going on about, I'm blessed you did. I wouldn't be the person I am today. It's like, oh, God, now she's going to walk around going, but he wouldn't be the person he is today without me. Everyone knows that, right? <laughs> <And> that, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I made Mark the man he is. Like, she, she, would, she will take that and put it on her fucking, you know, Tombstone. resume or whatever. Um, it'll what? be on her tombstone. One time, someone oh, said tombstone. they wouldn't be the oh, person yeah. they were today without me. So <laughs> uh, we have more to talk about with them, but it was at the getaway. So I kind of want to do one type of the getaway at all at once and just kind of go through the couples real quick. Yeah, let's do what we're, you're doing. Yeah, let's go through the couples first. So because then we saw Katina Elijah Juan. Um, they were painting. She says he's her best friend. Now they've been together. It's almost a year. And she needs a break. <laughs> no, she didn't say that. Oh, my God. I know. Well, basically, they were expressing, I thought, very in very healthy manners that they have spent a ton of time together. They they had a very, obviously, the first few months of their relationship was filmed and they had to always be together. Seems like they didn't get a lot of time with friends and whatnot unless Married at First Sight set it up. Right. So. Right. Um. And then after that, they probably continued to, it's new and I get it. So I thought it was great that she expressed to him, I, I, I need some time away from you. I feel like I don't do anything that I used to do. And she's not talking about going out and partying, but she, or, or, or even if she is, she just means like, I want to see my friends a little bit more than I am doing right now, which sounds like it wasn't very much. And she felt kind of weird about it, but I wanted to be like, no, no, that's, that's good. That's what we that's all healthy. Sh- yeah. That's what you yeah. need to be doing. Everyone. I love my husband and truly can hang out with him constantly. But I, I also he's out of town right now. And and great. I get to kick around and I make plans with my friends. And and I do that when he's here, too. But I just mean, you know, your 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 separation time. It only makes you a better couple because you get fulfillment in other ways and different things from your friends than you do from your husband or spouse. A million percent. Like the the whole, you know, distance makes a heart grow fonder, but, uh, but same thing with Mark. Like I related to her, my Mark, I related to her so much when she was like, she was trying to say like, you know, yeah, just need a little breathing room. She's like, this apartment is small. (laughs) I mean, I could see, you know, I mean, it, I I felt like that before where, again, I there's nobody else I want to spend time with to the point where it's almost like I have to make myself do other things. But it it also speaks to why Dr. Pepper is clicking her heels every day because she lives next door to her husband of 16 years. You know, there's a little something to be said for having some time to yourself. I'll be honest, the way the way Dr. Pepper said it, I think they don't even I'm not even sure they live in the same state. I don't think it's next door. 
<laughs> I don't know. I feel like she's kinky as shit. She's got that lube coming out. She probably has like a glory hole. They're probably in like a building <laughs> where they share a wall and she can like hoist her sweet little asshole up or something. Oh I know it's a little graphic. Mary, I'm, I can't. I'm sorry. How can you talk about Dr. Pepper like this? Because she's coming out with a lube, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, she's all about assholes and holes and <laughs> nice times i'm sure she would welcome it i'm just saying also she's a lady of a certain age so sometimes you need lube for uh, shit dries up okay i heard online well i also i'm just saying listen i don't i'm not really into asshole play but i think that that's always kind of dry so maybe she's been into that for a long time but what I don't know why I just turned Dr. Pepper. Why do you think it has to be her? Do you under, it could be for her front. I'm sure it is for her front, Sarah. But when I was painting the picture of her having a glory hole and sharing a wall with her husband in a row home next door, I couldn't figure out a way to visually get her. So it was her front <laughs> matched up. It had to be her asshole. Okay, great. I mean, you're welcome. If we were never going to get Dr. Pepper on this podcast, we sure aren't now. You think? I don't know. I think she's pretty open. I think Viv will come talk about it with us if we ask. Oh, no, all she, right. She'll, she'll, maybe not her asshole. Sorry. Too far. Oh, sweet little Dr. Pepper has just been the this the stain that you have put on her image for me is just shocking. What a way to end the season. Um, the, stain, <laughs> the stain on the shared the wall she shares with okay. her husband next door. All okay. Right. Okay. Reel it in. Just kidding. All right. Okay. I'm just kidding. I just I'm don't done. want Dr. Pepper to sue us. Could you imagine? Sue us? She's like, the loop's <laughs> flying off the shelf. Thanks, girls. I know. When are we going to get a sponsorship for that? That's what I think. I think, honestly, she's she's going to get wind of this little snippet and be like, you know what? I've been wondering how to promote this, but I think I know. <laughs> These are my two girls. <laughs> oh, okay. Well... <sighs> Boy. Other than Dr. Pepper's glory hole, I think that was kind of it with Katina and Elijah one um, <laughs> that we saw before the getaway. Uh, we s- then we go to Mark's place and uh, excuse me with the product placement litter robot that. Oh, as my mom says, the $600 shitter. I have one, too. It's uh, worth every penny. <laughs> and as we spoke about last uh- week, my cat came in and. And he did it today, by the way, when we started. He came in and, and went, the, right when I start talking about Married at First Sight, he comes right in and goes to the bathroom. So, but it's in a little <laughs> robot and I don't have any sponsorship, but clearly either Married at First Sight or Mark does because someone sent him one. Why was yes. that? Otherwise they wouldn't have shown it them. Because even Steve was like, oh, but it doesn't rotate when the cat's in it, right? <laughs> oh yeah, like dropping like taglines and shit. I noticed that. That was so perfect. Yeah. Um, but so Steve came over, Chris came over, Steve, Steve, Steve's a team player, by the way, to help with the cat litter. That's all. He was down on his hands and knees. He's a doer. That's I, all I'm saying is he, he is like, he is a doer and he's a, yeah. and he's a checker in her. Like he remember at the reunion yeah. last week when he was like, do you need anything else? Do you need any other apologies from Lindsay? And and it was this spitting thing we believe that he was referring to. And she, yes. Um, and then he did the same kind of with Chris to, in this episode where he was like, did she take responsibility and apologize? You know, did she apologize? And Chris was basically what we said when we saw it. It didn't seem like she felt 
like she took full accountability. Now I'm talking about last week. She tried again this week and we'll get to that. But uh, he was also like, but also I don't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is what I kind of love. Like he plays along. He sort of answers the question that the, the purpose of the show, but he's like, eh, kind of don't give a shit. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting then when, so Mark was like, he brought up the thing with Steve and Lindsay at the reunion. And he's like, it was kind of weird when she came at you. And he's like, I would like an apology, but she doesn't really do that. She just makes excuses, which is true. But then again, this episode, she did a little bit different at the getaway. We'll get to that. Okay. And then Steve starts talking about them doing renovation on their house, on their apartment for Noi to move in. This annoyed me. Well, it was confusing because I thought I got the impression from the reunion that they spend a lot of time together and that it wasn't that big of a deal. She's just in this play in her old apartment every once in a while. But now it sounds like she's really not there very much. Well, and it, it sounded as though it was really the, the lack of a backsplash that's keeping her from moving in, Sarah. <laughs> and um, I was like, what? What in the what in the hell is going on here? I, the way she was, I want to use the word like trepidatious. That's probably not right, but like like all like tiptoey when when he's like, well, yeah, maybe you'll move in a little sooner. And she's like, well, there's still a lot of things that need to be redone before I'm comfortable moving in. And like I I I, I it just doesn't fit the narrative that we've we've been shared the last few months, you know, I, I don't get it. Like a, a fucking backsplash. What? I don't buy it. it. Yeah, it was, it was very strange. And I, the apartment doesn't, it's not that the apartment doesn't look like it's in some terrible shape that they have to fix before princess Noi can <laughs> come in. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not even yeah. being mean about her. I, she's, she doesn't seem, it just feels like another excuse, right? Another excuse to not be there any yes. sooner. And yes. and I because I knew she's not she doesn't seem like she's over the top needing all this extra things and this and that until of course, yeah, it became about backsplash. But um I it just sounds like I didn't ever get from her that she was expecting to live in some flawless mansion or something. So for her to be keep using little things about the house just feels like, yeah, just an excuse. Well, and it, it's also in that it, it goes down this road, this money road that we don't have an answer. We don't have like a firm answer. So it's pointless to even talk about. But like maybe get a new place that's new to both of you, you know, rather than getting caulk under your long nails. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like maybe consider something. I, I don't know. But the whole and then when she eventually tells him that she's thinking about moving in within the next three months instead of the next six months, it was like this huge, uh, you know, triumphant moment for Steve. I just it's like she's holding it over his head a little bit. I don't understand. Maybe she just really wants her own spot. I don't know. It's fine. They're fine. Yeah. I mean, by the end, she kind of once again said something like, well, maybe I can move in a little sooner, like instead of six months, three months. It's like, well, did just move in then today. Every time you give it yeah. what you think, are you going to, when you put a weird time on it, like in three months, I guess I'll feel ready to move in. What? It's that like that. Um, What is it? Like, like the conditional piece, like, well, 
if we do this, then maybe it's like, okay, you know, just how about just dive in? You, you married a guy on camera that you'd never seen his face. You didn't know if he had two eyes, two arms and a, a horn coming out of his head. But now you're like, well, I don't know if I want to. It just it doesn't make sense to me. I do like, though, that he Steve volunteered himself and Noida babysit his brother's kids for a trial for a trial <laughs> one run to show her that maybe three kids might be a lot. And I think she uh, she got a little taste of her own medicine or whatever the right phrase would be. Well, if, first of all, if every time I babysat, I had to make pizza, bath bombs, p- and pizza and a dance party, then I can tell you right away that I'd be like, in fact, I don't I don't not only do I not want three kids, I don't want any. No. Also, I guess I'm the shittiest babysitter that's ever, ever lived because I was like, um, I'm sorry. I would literally throw a movie on while I'm waiting for a pizza to be delivered. The bath bombs, the dance party, that's on you kids. Whatever. <laughs> Knock yourselves out, literally. But I'm no. <laughs> no, exactly. It just it was. But I did. It's kind of I mean, she knew what he was doing. And obviously the show did and all that stuff. It was. Uh, but it just was kind of a funny way to be like, oh, I'm just going to get three kids over here. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It. It. I think she learned a little lesson and whether she was holding out on admitting it or not, she, she did say that, that maybe two would work. Well, I, okay. What, what me drives me mad is why, why do we have to decide three kids today? Why don't we, why don't we get pregnant with one? See how that goes, you know, get through the pregnancy, maybe even the birth. And then you can go from there. I mean, that whole like sticking your heels in and being like, no, I want three kids. It's like, shut up. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, that'll change. And also you you can want that because that's the way you grew up and you think that's what works and it's a number that's in your head. But you have to also consider that life doesn't always, ha- you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where you're going to be. Right. You don't know. Um, there's just, a, there's so many factors that could end up making you not be either wanting or able to have three kids. So hopefully she yeah. can just... It, I mean, she's going to need to get in that. They're going to have to live together for a minute to decide. But or they, they could borrow Dr. Pepper's glory hole. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Maybe they should just get a, get a bungalow a duplex and call it a day. Yeah. Because I was, I definitely, I mean, I keep saying it, but I was just sort of like, oh, they're, they just fully don't seem to be living together at all, I guess. But yeah. And then we saw Alyssa. Was she always a social media? I know we saw a lot. Wait, was she always a social media manager? That's what it said her job was. Oh, it did? I didn't even notice that. Um, so I can't answer that. I have no idea. But I feel like we would have talked about it before if it had said it before. But maybe now she's a social media manager. Well, I mean, so someone who I, I guess I don't know exactly I mean, what I'm they do. I'm a social media manager. You're a social media manager. We're all managing our social media. Let me tell you what. You're definitely not a social media manager, Mayor Bear. Well, okay, I love I'm you. not a social media manager for this podcast. I know you do all the heavy lifting, but I'm saying for my own <laughs> bullshit, I do. Yes, you are right. No, they, it's a, so, so what I'm looking it up because it's, I understand that we all manage our own social medias, but like to have that as a job, it says that you, you manage an organization's online presence by developing a strategy, producing good content, analyzing usage data, facilitating customer service. So maybe she does that for her rescue or something. 
in my mind when I heard oh, social right. media manager, I was thinking, um, I guess I just immediately went to almost like a PR, <laughs> like someone helping you have a, a decent Oh, right. Presence. Like keeping a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would not be <laughs> right. her, a strong job for her, you'd right. think. Unless she turned into one after, uh, you know, her own backlash or whatever. But um, okay, so I guess that's what she does for a living. And I, now I learned what it is. <laughs> Good for us. Well, good. It's an education, good for us. Educational podcast. Never stop learning. We're students of life, Kuda. That's what we, we really do. Are I know. I so I feel like I took away from this episode a more of an authentic friendship uh, that with Alyssa and some of the other cast members that I didn't really believe, and unless they were sort of just. Going along with it. I think maybe they like they tolerate her. They like her because like she never really did anything to them. And when I say they, I'm thinking mostly like Jasmine and Katina. But also, I still want to know, do they like hang out in their free time when the cameras aren't around and it isn't set up to film a where are they now episode? That's the really million dollar question. And yeah, I would like to know because um it's just, as we said last week, I just, they, yeah, they all met up and, and she, she tells them that she's talking about, or well, she was with her friend first, who cares? She's talking about how she's talking to Ryan from Houston, first of all. So, uh, and I mean, t- two wrongs make a <laughs> right sometimes, you know? Well, didn't that uh, tur- take a real quick turn? It was not what I was expecting. This is why it was so, in- no. this is why I was sort of liking it. I mean- she tells the girls that she's been talking to Ryan. She tells her friends she's been talking to Ryan. It's the first time, the, to, to be honest, and I guess it's because she just immediately was such a shit to Chris, but it's the first time I've seen her act like that sort of smitten, girly thing. Yes. Yeah. Like a totally different side of her personality that we have never seen. Well, she had the, she had the look like she just smelled shit face from the moment she saw Chris at the, down the aisle a little bit. And, and yeah, to see her giddy like that, it was, it was like, who is this? It was totally different. It was. And again, we have to hear that she likes Ryan because I guess he, he, she saw a pair of cowboy boots and he lives in Houston. So she and he likes to ride four wheelers and blah, 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 whatever. Sometimes watching her to try to seem fun is, is painful, to be honest. But at the same time, it was just, maybe just because it was so jarring from how she's acted. It's, it's it when she when she was hanging out, I think it was with Jasmine and Katina and she had on that jacket with like the, the cowgirl, the fr- glitter fringe <laughs> yeah. coming off it. I was like, listen, all right. Come on. Uh I that's why I don't buy that she she's into the the outfits. You know, I think she get a little cowgirl, like naughty. I think she's I think it's a lot of talk, but that's just how it feels. I mean, in so she's as much of a, a cowgirl as Ryan uh from the Houston season is a cowboy. Okay. Yeah, just because so. he lives in Texas and has a four wheeler doesn't I mean I I'm from Arkansas. Everyone I know is that. They're not but I don't consider them cowboys. And um I don't I'm trying to remember if Ryan was anything like that, but I don't think so. I think he's just a guy who lives in Texas. 
Yeah, I think he just he literally he he's a guy who was born in a part of the country and grew up there. And that's just kind of what it was, which I want to know was Brett. Remember, it was Ryan and Brett, right? That yeah. were paired together for Houston. Was she watching this just like rolling her fucking eyes going, good luck? Well, probably. And but, so he comes to Boston or yeah, he comes to Boston as if um, the show didn't pay for that. And they yeah. go bowling. He did not. And this is classic Ryan, right? This is how he was on his season. That wasn't. I, I remember him pretty well because it wasn't that long ago. Um, Olivia, right. who who went out went out with Chris. I remember her really well too. But I, their relationship, I totally forget. But Ryan and Brett Wheat is pretty fresh to me, and probably because we were podcasting then too. Same. Um, yep. Yep. He he didn't seem that into Alyssa at all. She seemed really like, hey, hey, and he was just like, yeah, just like he always is. He's not. He's not a bit like a spark plug. No, he's not. He's he I feel like he couple shots of something before they press record in that at a bowling alley and, and he's on. I it was like it felt awkward to me when he was like, So yeah, what what are your next step? What's the next step for Alyssa? I think he like said it like that and I was like, Oh, my cheeks clenched, I felt gross. And then I feel like she felt weird because he was sort of asking her like, What are the next steps with relationships? And it felt to me like I thought, and then I also assumed Alyssa thought in that moment, like, well, the next step is this, asshole. You, you know, like, we're going to see how this goes. This is the next step was the flight to to Boston from Houston. That's what I thought the next step was. So I thought she handled it kind of well because I felt we were all like, well, wait, what do you mean? Yeah, it was kind of funny. It almost like in a weird way. First of all, when she sat at that table with Jasmina and Katina and she sent a text as if that wasn't stage asking him to come and then was like, Ooh, oh, my God, oh. he said that sounds like a terrible idea. I sure will. Or whatever. I was just like, all right. Yeah. But <laughs> as if everyone just <laughs> has time, right. as everyone has time to just be like, sure, I can get there next weekend. But when he was at the bowling alley, it's almost like there was a disconnect from whatever the storyline they were trying to put on the show and what they told him to get him there. It's, I just think he thought he was doing like an episode of the show. Wait, that he was doing a what? Like an episode of the show. That's what it felt like. Oh, right. Right. Like, just like, Oh, we're going to merge two seasons or something or have people. Yeah. Yeah. He's never really on or whatever but it like just, we don't know who he is so it's like hard to know but he, he did act like he was kind of acting or something like just weird he just seemed like he was checking in on mary oh a little more screen time again that's what it felt like from the way i was watching yeah. it i i will say with ryan even though um he there was things about him that annoyed me during that season and stuff every time i did see him like out or whatever on the show I was like, I'd probably like get drunk with that guy. He reminds me of a bunch of people that I grew up with that were fun to drink with. Yes. Yes. Like he seems and also he's like got the he's got that um sort of sarcastic dry wit or he's always kind of like, you know, he's sort of he's got a little salt or pepper like he'd be fun. Like exactly what you said. Fun to get shit faced with or maybe even go bowling, you know, but that would be pretty much I just think he he just well, so what happened next surprised me. Did it surprise you? <laughs> yes. Well, her inviting I mean, him to the getaway so she, was weird, first of all. But anyway. Yeah, she invites him to there. And then she invites him to the, the getaway, like you said. And it was super fucking weird. Well, then 
I did not expect for the next thing with them to be her meeting up with him at some like daytime coffee shop. And she's like dressed, uh, you know, she's wearing like a slinky tight little, she looks cute. And first thing he says is, you look nice. Because again, that's all he's there for. And she drops a bomb. What's the bomb, Sarah? Well, we had so much fun on our date, which he and he didn't even I don't I don't I think he was like, oh, that was a date. And then she's like, wait, a date when? Yeah. But so when I told all of everyone that you were coming to the getaway, everyone being all the cast members, they told me you and Lindsay talk all the time and are friends and I feel betrayed and shocked. And um, and they go back and forth about and she's like, and then you you FaceTime her. He's like, I don't even have her number. She's like video messaged me on Instagram and uh, he goes on and on and she just talks about how she's betrayed. And then she keeps saying, I don't care that you're friends with her, but I'm betrayed that you're friends with her. So that didn't add up. You know what I took away? And I might have been giving her a little bit of the ben- too much of a benefit. What is it? Benefit of the doubt um, that it felt to me like the, when she was saying, I don't care that you're friends with her. I think it sounded to me that they had talked a lot, um, Alyssa and Ryan, and they had FaceTimed and stuff before he flew to Boston for this air quotes date, not date. And that she had clearly told him that she has beef with Lindsay. Like clearly she, she means she's such a victim. There's no way that as they were telling their versions of their seasons and how she kept saying, it's so nice to, you know, talk to someone who's been through it. I want to be like, you didn't go through it, dickhead. You went to the wedding. Yeah. But and um, also he probably watched the season. Yeah, exactly. But it felt like she had confided or, you know, gotten him to probably be like, yeah, Lindsay's awful. You're the best. And you didn't deserve any of that. And you're a good person. And that like when she found out he's actually friends with Lindsay and never mentioned it or that they FaceTime and stuff, I think that's what she meant. But then I, that's me just putting my own spin on it. No, I think that's exactly what she meant. And, and, and it seemed kind of clear, but she just was going off like, I want respect. And first of all, so did Chris. But OK, <laughs> we all do. Girl, but- we all do. Yeah, it definitely, I guess, is weird for him not to mention it if he thought that there was some kind of relationship going with Alyssa. You'd been like, oh, by the way, I talked to Lindsay. I know you guys aren't really cool, but she's never really done anything to me. Like, does that bother you? Like, or even if they were, but I don't know. I think Ryan was just like, I, I don't know. I can be friends with who I want. And I just fucking flew here. Cause you guys asked me to, I didn't know that I was in a full blown <laughs> relationship with Alyssa. And now she's mad at me for talking to Lindsay. Like I'm not defending him. Cause it, he should have mentioned it to her if they had a real thing going, but Right. I'm not sure if Alyssa has just had also maybe just built up their relationship to a level in her head because she is so adamant that she's going to find someone now. And she was like, I'm going to find someone and show the world. And then he was just like, oh, I just came to just be on TV this week because they asked me to. Yeah. Came to hang out and maybe finger at the getaway. Maybe. <laughs> well, then what did she say that Lindsay is telling everyone that he was trying to get with her with Lindsay? She did say that. It's so hard. Uh, I can see Lindsay saying that 100%, but with Alyssa and Lindsay being basically the same person uh, in different skin. True. Yeah, it's true. It's hard to tell when one's just saying stuff to try to stir up shit for the other one. Um, Right. But 
at the same point, I could 100% see Lindsay being like, oh, Ryan from Houston's trying to get in my ass. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> look what you made me do. You made me say it was in her butt instead of like, uh, look what you've done to me. You mean I gave you the wings to be your natural self <laughs> and talk about butts? No, I don't talk about butts either. <laughs> just glory holes. Yeah, I think that, the, <laughs> that what you just said, get in my butt. I I just think that's a that sounds it sounds fun not realistically but it's a fun phrase Sarah. it is a fun I'm phrase really, you're growing wait what did the um what did the producer say at the end i actually rewound it once but then that's all i had and even with my aunt nana closed captioning on i couldn't get it but like when he when when Alyssa's like you know no thank you and you know wags her finger and and marches out of the coffee shop or whatever she she uninvites him to the getaway um the producer comes in and he's like, I don't even know what just happened or something like that. And the producer said, uh, honestly, it's blah, blah, blah. And I was assuming it was something like, honestly, it's for the best. But it was could. Did you make it out at all? I, I did couldn't. not. I tried and I couldn't get it either. And I didn't yeah. have closed captioning yeah. on. So if anyone caught it, please tell us in our yeah. Are You My Podcasters Facebook group, which is a lively group. If yes. you're not there, search it, ask to join or find our page and then asked to join from there. Um, yeah, somebody probably knows there. But I yeah. was just thinking that's probably a producer that was uh, was was on the honeymoon trip and had to deal with Alyssa. It's almost like she was like inside baseball. Like, honestly, buddy, you you, you dodged a bullet. Man. Yeah. Dodged he, a big bullet. He was like tapping his fingers. He's like, I don't get the drama. It's not my drama. I can be friends with who I want. And that was the moment where I thought he was just like, what happens? Dude, someone came and asked me to come here. I thought it was for the show. Suddenly I've betrayed a girl that I've never met before. And yeah, I don't know. He was embarrassed. It felt a little embarrassing. Yeah, like he did. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like she, yeah, she overthought something. He felt dumb. Yeah. It, like you're totally right. And then, oh, I liked seeing uh, Jeff D. Um, oh, he's, yes. Yeah. No, which see, he's like season like, six. I think they were. Um, I watched his season. I just can't for the life of me remember. It was Shawnee's. Were they in New Orleans? Maybe. Okay, maybe. But they're still together. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They had a kind of a roller coaster one. Okay. What a small world, though. That like he went to school with Elijah one. I know that was kind of crazy. And he's like, because um, at first I I was I was like, where are these all these random people from different seasons? But now that one actually made the most sense because. They knew each other from college. I think he said they played ball together or something. Basically, he gave the advice like Elijah Wan was saying, we're just spending time together. We kind of need to balance it. Michael <laughs> Michael was like, well, if you guys are just like enjoying yourselves too much together and you know you need to balance it out and that's the worst of your problems, you're good. Because I, because Jasmine <laughs> and I don't speak. So, um, yeah, yeah. He's like, good problem to have. Which Jasmina told us when she was eating, having like that meet up with Alyssa and Katina that he stopped talking to her before the reunion. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have feelings. And again, it's, I know I have like the attention span of a fly with some shit, but it, it seems to me like you had said last week, like he, he got to a point where he was just kind of, over it or felt rejected right defeated you'd talked about and it's like i think that that's right and he just sort of stopped 
But then how is she to take that any other way than he just was not putting any effort in? Like, they're both right. They're both. Yeah. You know, they're both allowed to feel the way they're feeling, but they have to admit that they they both were just shitty to each other. They couldn't figure each other out. Yeah, because he stopped talking to her before the reunion is what she told them. And then he was telling the guys, Jeff T and Elijah one, that he was upset because the way she made him look at the reunion, like made it seem like he didn't even try. And um, he knows that he did. It it just, it was just strange because I was like, well, but why did you stop talking before the reunion? Because that was at the reunion. Right. I thought, yeah, it had something to do with the timeline of, um, yeah, it was like a couple, I don't see, it's hard to, it makes me want to like walk into traffic because I don't, who knows how exactly many weeks are between decision day and the reunion. And, but yeah, it was definitely before the reunion, but they were speaking after decision day for a couple weeks. It sounds like, right? Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Oh, after decision day, yes, but not after the reunion. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. who knows? Those two, listen, they'll they're they're, not. They'll talk themselves yeah. into circles until God knows when is what's going to happen with them, too. I like them both. They uh, yeah. really both dig their heels in on what they thought about where they were. And then that you can't get, I don't know. Jeff D was like, you can have another conversation and one more conversation won't kill you. But um, it, it <laughs> kind of seemed like it did. So it killed me. It killed, killed me. me. I felt I was I was done. How did I you was f- like, you know what? How did you feel about Chris and Olivia going on the heated igloo date? Um, I like them. I was surprised. Well, so it's funny because did they show had they shown a preview of Ryan? I can't remember. But so I was not surprised to see Ryan, but I was surprised to see Olivia. Yeah, I, f- I feel like they teased Ryan, but they didn't tease Olivia. I didn't know she was going to be there. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I don't know. I I don't feel like they really have any chemistry. That's exactly what I got from it. It's I I she is a very nice girl. Again, I'm having a really hard time remembering her. I I, I can picture the guy's face and I just can't remember what their relationship was or why it fell apart or any of that stuff. Um and I even kind of yeah. looked and I still it didn't jog my memory at all. But <laughs> They definitely did not seem to have any kind of spark. No, Mm-mm. he still invited her on the getaway because I'm sure the show was like, well, you guys aren't really hitting it off, but we're going to need her at the getaway. I mean, he said she's just a, a nice, kind person, which also felt like a small dig at Alyssa. At Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that she was, I like the way she handled it when he invited her, even though she probably knew it was coming, but she was like, I don't want to blindside Alyssa. And, and then, she was like, I don't really want to rush anything. We can just see where it goes. But if you're going as a date with a group of people that know each other and you're the only person doesn't know each other, then you're, it's kind of is rushing it in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like you said, like even with Ryan, like what, you know, how much did production play a part in all this? Although it sounds like Chris and Alyssa, Chris slipped into her DMS as he said. And, um, but yeah, I think it would have felt less awkward for Olivia if Ryan was there or another person who was, you know, divorced was bringing us a different, a new person to the party. But yeah, I see at first I was really, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, go, go, Chris, you show up with your new, with your new lady and make Alyssa 
see what she's missing, you know? And then when Alyssa took Chris outside or separately and they went and had a talk and was the most authentic, normal version of herself I'd ever seen and told him how happy she is for him. I was like, man, she she looked like a nice, normal person. And I didn't know how to feel in that moment. I don't like that she's trolling wearing the I'm a good person sweatshirt. I don't like it. I don't like that she's made a joke. I mean, I guess you have to own it. What else can you do? Fine. But it just annoys me yeah. for some reason. Um, yeah. Me or too. maybe it's good. Maybe it's you know, maybe I just, whatever. Good for her. Fuck her. But <laughs> good for her. Fuck That's her. Exactly. Honestly, I do think you and I, we tiptoe. We don't want to be mean. And I not to be mean, but there is a part of me that's like this little girl, this girl was so shitty to another human being. And then she got to enjoy the whole season and just be friends with everyone and go on the getaways and have hair and makeup and da 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 jerk off motion. Like it's like fucker. Thanks, Coda. I needed that. Yeah. She I I thought it was she told the girls, I guess, about the Ryan thing, which they seemed like, okay. <laughs> they, both, they both just seemed confused. Yeah. Um and she was like, I just look like an idiot now. It's like you really don't. It, it, they're just quit talking about it. But um, you guys had no relationship. You went bowling once and then you met in the middle of the day and you told him he betrayed you and you broke up with him apparently. So it's, <laughs> who cares? But uh, I did like uh, it. Yeah. She took him aside at that getaway. She said, I'm, I'm sorry again. And the, and he did what I liked what Chris said, which I think we all felt at the reunion. And again, maybe with Lindsay, she watched, I don't know. I know she watched her season back and still acted like an asshole at the reunion, but I also don't know how far apart, how much time she had in between those things. But five months later, I'm sure all, first of all, the shitty comments have calmed down and she's probably had time to really think about it. But I liked what he said. It felt like a genuine apologize with apology with no qualifiers. Like there wasn't, yeah. but this, but that. But me, you know, it was just I'm I'm genuinely sorry. And again, if it was good enough apology for Chris, it was good enough for us. Yeah, was it? But it's going to be. <laughs> and I have to I have to question and hope that Lindsay had whatever prescription she has right now. She had that at the time she had to watch some of these episodes back, you know, just take the edge off a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it was. Okay, wait, first we have to talk about Mark going on a date real quick because what it, Oh, I don't that was my favorite part of this whole fucking episode. <laughs> like Steve's sister's friend, right? And mm-hmm. Mark's looking good. He looks good. Yeah. He's trimmed up. He said he's down like 40, 50 pounds, feeling good about himself, got some new threads with O's help. I just don't know why every time people go on dates on these shows, they have to make them go to that place that looked like my worst nightmare that playing games and oh like a fucking like an arcade or yeah like no that was more of an arc that was like a physical thing like a yeah monkey bars and shit i would yeah no thank you no i that's a that's a when you do quick turn on your heel and exit or what was the Remember on our, our Patreon and we talked about the conversation enders and they said you have to turn your point your heel your toes oh, point your toes towards the door. That's when you just as soon as I'd walk in, I would just turn my toes back towards the door and look over my shoulder and hope yeah. they got the hint. 
<laughs> no, be like, hopefully, no, thank you, no thanks, no thank you, or or the other the other one, which was, are you okay? <laughs> I'd be like, this is where you're taking me. Anyway, okay? go back and listen to our conversation starters and enders episodes on Patreon. They're fun. They're, they're very fun, guys. She seemed cool. They seemed to get along. He asked her oh. if she was allergic to cats. She said no. And I, I, they, they, they felt maybe it's because they had to do physical nonsense, but they felt like they had a little bit more of a, of a spark or a connection than yes, um, Alyssa natural. or Ryan or Olivia and Chris. Yeah. I th- and can I just the best line of this whole episode and, and the only time I've seen mock the shock glow and have a just a j- look of joy on his face was when they were talking about their past and jobs they've had and stuff. And she said that she'd worked at Bertucci's, which I'm familiar. I don't know if that's on the West Coast, but it's a nor- Northeast chain. I don't nice know. Italian it, but chain. He, he lit up oh, like a Christmas tree he, when she said it. He lit up like a Christmas tree and he said, great store. And he just <laughs> shouted it from his like he was just on the mountaintop and it was it was the sweetest thing i've ever seen from him and he he just was so it was nice to hear some passion and joy in his voice when he shouted great store about bertucci's because um, you know what that's just what that's mark is great store he's a nice guy who just appreciates a good store and yeah. and a cat and a nice quiet home so which uh, none of those are what Lindsay should be a part of. No. And, and him just shouting great store <laughs> about a restaurant chain. Just the use of the word store like he's just viewing it all like a business model. <laughs> it just really brought sweet, joyful tears to my eyes. Almost oh. if I was able. But that, oh, that's I love nice. Him. I love that. I love that's your closure with Mark for this season. That's the way you it get is. to close out the season with him. And that's nice. Great yeah. store. Great uh, store. <laughs> uh, well, I hope they go on more dates. We'll see. We're going to, again, we're trying. Me too. He's one of the people we're hoping to talk to. He's he's uh, messaged Miss Mary because they were on the um, after party together and we have discussed. We don't know exactly when they're allowed to to break out of the Married at First Sight world and, and, and go on to a podcast, but hopefully we're were his first hit. Yeah, I hope so. I might even dangle a Bertucci's gift card if I need to. <laughs> Girl, do it. Get in there. Do mm-hmm. what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to slide in those DMs with some, <laughs> some hot ZD pictures. <laughs> uh, wait, so oh, what else man. happened? Oh, um, oh, the one thing I wanted to tell you was, did you like it when Mark and O went shopping? Oh, yes, yes. They just went shopping. Just a nice little boys trip shopping. Shopping. So, okay. I guess the really, the really the stuff that happened on the getaway was we've already talked about Olivia, uh, Alyssa and, and then Jasmine and Michael tried to talk to each other and that went absolutely nowhere. So not much to say other than that was a typical conversation between the two of them, which just, (laughs) wait, did did you notice the way he picked up Mr. Feeney to carry the dog down the steps at the end of their chat? For some reason, I thought that was so sweet. I know. It's like he was looking out for him. Like at the end of the day, he's still, you know, 
he was he was part of an ex- shared experience with uh, with Jasmina and Mr. Feeney. Mr. So. Feeney, yeah, you, mm-hmm. I love them both. I wish them both well, and just just forget Me it. I, I would I would try to encourage them to talk again like the experts, but every time they do, it's a disaster. So just forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're it's same thought. I was like, oh, okay, but then you're just finally like, you know what? This communication's broken. Let's go have a drink, put on some music. There's no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Um, now Lindsay at the getaway, oh, was proud of her behavior. He said there was no, you know, negativity. She and Mark seem like they do seem like for the most part they can just yeah, cheers, whatever, have a drink, be fine. It, 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 when there's no. There's no strings attached. He's free to fly and and not get yelled at. And she can't really take shots at him. Um, Isn't can I just say one thing? Isn't it amazing, though, where it's oh, oh, tells her he's proud of her. (laughs) You know, Lindsay, good girl, Lindsay, you didn't tell someone to go fuck themselves tonight (laughs) or or aren't you? Congratulations, Lindsay. You didn't uh, shit on someone's apartment or home life or job or livelihood (laughs) or small balls. Good job, Lindsay. Well. What a nice time we all had. <laughs> like a child. Yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't go shit in the middle of the floor during <laughs> dinner. Nice. Here's, here's, you know, props to you. Here's a sticker. I just, she annoys me. Anyway, sorry. I know. Well, she, um, her and Alyssa just didn't even talk, which was mature, but that's yeah. fine. I mean, Alyssa said, I'm not even getting even engaged, but uh, at the same time, I'm like, well, well, Lindsay comes in and says, hi to everyone. You could just say hi if you're trying to not make things weird. So it's like, again, they're just both immature. So, but she did talk to Steve about the, the, you know, she wanted to resolve the shit that happened with them at the reunion. And he tells her exactly how he felt because he's very good at that. And she says she's sorry. Yeah, she got, she got. Sort of, she got teary a little bit almost when she was, she said she was sorry. It felt authentic. But again, it's, it's also whatever Zen is zenning her seems to be helping. But she, she said something. She's like, well, you guys, you guys got what I wanted. You got the goal. The ultimate goal. Yeah. Yeah. And when she said that, I was like, oh, maybe she's, maybe the reason she seems so calm is because she's down. Yeah, I know. And I don't wish that for her, even though she gets my goat. You know, I don't I don't want anybody to feel down and depressed, but it might have just been the drinks. You know, (laughs) that's what I'm sort of thinking. Uh, Me and Mark were thinking. Right. Well, (laughs) thinking. Well, it was kind of um, interesting when she said sorry and Steve, the (laughs) ultimate negotiator, talker. Uh, communicator. He's really good at it. He really is. He was like, he really is. I appreciate it, but I'm gonna have to see a track, like a better track record of good behavior before I accept you in my life. And I was like, wow. I mean, it's not like they're not dating. So, uh, he's got his boundaries. He's like, we're not gonna be friends automatically, but if you can can continue to not pick fights and say demeaning shit, then yeah, we can we can be cool. And I thought that was interesting. That was really cool. Steve, did, was it the experts last week that said like Steve could be an expert almost? Yeah, because he's, but or he's I said it for a sure. good, Maybe or did too. you say it? Someone I respect said it. It was probably <laughs> you. But um, 
he like very much he holds people accountable and that's really a good friend you know because like like my mark talks about that like friends don't let friends act like assholes you know and at the end of the day he's like yeah i'll be friends with you lindsay but let's see how you act next time we're hanging out you know this is the one time out of a million in the last you know six months that you haven't caused a scene or ruined it so yeah let's see what happens yeah i like him and even noi came in and was like do you see where he's coming from and and Lindsay was like it was like the the three of them were in couples counseling together yeah i mean they made more uh progress than any of the experts (laughs) sitting down with anybody honestly in like 15 minutes in the back porch of that getaway or wherever the hell they were seriously yeah um I, I'll give credit where credit's due. I don't know how honest any of it is, but from Alyssa and Lindsay, both in this episode, to the people that they were shitty to, not necessarily yeah. am I saying they're amazing people all of a sudden, but to the people that they were shitty to, well, whatever it was that took the time from the end of the last reunion to five months afterwards and, and us checking in with them, uh, they both seemed to acknowledge their behavior a bit better and take a little bit of a grown-up approach to own accountability a little bit. Yes, they did. They did. Like if I Alyssa's sweatshirt where it was like it says I'm a good person, I that does I don't think she's allowed to wear that yet. I think I would let her wear a sweatshirt that says I'm a person. Because she showed that she was like a bit of a human being. She's not a good person. And same with Lindsay. They're both people. They can wear I'm a person sweatshirts everywhere they want to go. Good person? Nah, not yet. You know? Yeah, we'll let you know when you can add the good to it. How's that? Yes. Or Steve will. Yep. So honestly, if she had sweatshirts that said I'm a good person, but good was like this red circle with the slash through it over the good, I'd probably buy that and support it because that's (laughs) self-awareness. It's a good idea. We're giving you merch Mm -hmm. ideas, Alyssa. You're welcome because we're we're good people. Um, We are. That was it. That's our closure, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel I feel good about it. I feel better than I did after the reunion. I'm glad they did this episode. And it was sort of nice to see, you know, some actual progress. I mean, just seeing Mock out on a date with a, a nice girl who who's kind to him and smiling and acting like she wants to be there. That felt good. You know, I just I, I would like another one of these maybe in six months. I'm always going to have a little attachment to this season. I don't know why, but. Yeah, it it well, it's um you're not, are you? What? <laughs> you're like, I would rather not have attachment. I would rather have a little detachment from this season, which I agree with too. No, I just feel like I got kind of a palate cleanser from the reunions to like through this episode. Oh, oh I, I exactly. Guess, yeah, I guess yeah. that's kind of how I felt. But um oh yeah, no, we have attachment issues, but we'll be thrilled to be talking about something else next week just for a little bit of a break. And then the next week we'll be like, man, what's we've kind of missed the draw. You know, it's it's what this show is. It draws us in and it and it ramps us up and it gives a it's it makes for good fodder. (laughs) Turns us on, makes us cry. (laughs) I mean makes us scream until we taste blood, gets us to have some drinks on a weeknight sometimes. And whatever. Where else are you gonna listen to a couple of 
couple of people talking about married first sight. And then all of a sudden someone says that Dr. Pepper has a glory hole in her house. Where else are you going to get that? Yeah, nowhere, nowhere, guys. It's here. So stay subscribed because there's a lot of glory holes out there. Yes. Subscribe, stay subscribed. And just also just listen, listen in between the next seasons. We're going to have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun stuff planned, including hopefully some guests and from Married at First Sight, but also just in general. We do a lot of fun shit because we're fun. Because we're fun. We're the fun ants. Also, the the next season's not that far away. So no, I you don't know. even have to sacrifice that much. It's which it's not, but just, yeah, stay with us. Just we'll don't, have a ball. Yeah, just don't get out of the habit of listening to us every Thursday, and then you won't have to get back into the habit. And um, go see Mary. Say where? Oh yeah, uh, Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis, uh, June tenth and eleventh, and go see Sarah Colonna where. In Chicago, June 10th through 12th at Zanies, SarahColona.com or Google Zanies and find the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's the it's the best way. Yeah. Love oh, you. This was fun. I love you, Kuda. Bye, guys. Bye.